0: I've been talking about the Holy Spirit from Blazing Altar because we have entered into the seizing of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. For some months now, I started the Jesus Culture. Praise God. I started the Jesus Culture what it means is that when you got born again you have been empowered and born into a certain culture into a certain life praise God are you understanding me? yes and so you've got to live that way of life praise God Okay. now we are not saying that when you got born again listen very carefully and maybe you don't live that culture, it means you are not born again there are two different things you may not be living that culture it doesn't mean that you are not born again what it actually means is that you have not been trained to walk in your identity praise God Now, when somebody is born into a royal family, he may not act like a royal. But it doesn't change the fact that he's royalty. Do you understand the point? Uh Uh-huh. There are some two who will be acting like royalty, (laughs) but are not royals. Do you get the point? Good because they are not in that clan. Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. So, what it is is that there are many people who are believers, but they don't live the Jesus culture because they don't even know who they are, and they have not been trained. When you are a royal. You are trained to walk like one, to talk like one, to dress like one. Is that right? Yes. You see, the only thing that happens if you don't do that is that people will say, ah, he doesn't act like a royal cra. Is that not it? uh uh-huh. I've heard people accusing certain people, they, they come from a royal family, but then they behave like common people. Like mere people. If you are a believer, there is the life of the believer. And so, if you don't live like the believer, you don't live the Jesus culture, then it makes people wonder. It doesn't take away the fact that, yes, you are. But they begin to wonder ah, is that not a royal? Is that not a believer? Is that not a child of God? Because there is a life for the child of God. Now, because there is a life for the child of God, there are benefits that come in. Is that right? So when the royal guy walks like that and lives like that, he's able to cash in On every privilege of royalty. Hello. Is that right? So that's exactly what I am trying to put across. That when you are a believer, number one, you live the word culture. You live by the word of God. You don't no more live by the rudiments of this world and what the world says and popular opinions and, and psychological perspectives and, and what the aspects of a certain fields of endeavors will say and disciplines and all. That's not what you live by. You live by the word of God. Say, I live by the word of God. So what defines my moods? What defines my character? What defines my every deed is the word. My thinking is shaped by the word. By the word. By the word. Number two. You can never live this life Without evangelizing, without sharing the good news. If you live this life without sharing the good news, there's a big question. It is the reason why you were saved. To go and share the. So the very essence of why you got born again is now become problematic. This man here is a very good actor. Many of you don't know. Very good actor. Very, very good actor. But you see, his acting is not just a profession to make people laugh, to make people learn uh, the lessons of life and all of that. No. Because he's a believer and he's an actor, his main priority is to act in such a way that people will be won to Christ. If he doesn't arrive there, his profession is useless. useless. It's useless. It's useless. So, no matter what you've been called to do, know that that profession, that vocation, that dream, that aspiration you have is only a launching pad to launch the gospel. Oh, say amen. Amen. To launch the gospel. The third... Is what we are on now. You cannot be born again and not live by the Spirit. Every born again believer must live by the Spirit. By the Spirit. You can never say you are born again. And you don't have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You will live like a mere man. You will live like a commoner. Your way of life must be the life of the spirit. Somebody says spirit life. And so on Thursday, I started speaking about the Holy Spirit through the scriptures. And I'm going to continue from there. I'm going to continue from where I stopped. So I started right from Genesis. Right from scripture, from the beginning, the Holy Spirit was there. And he was moving over the waters. Right from beginning of creation. For some of you who think that the Father, the Son, and the Holy, they are in hierarchy. They are not in hierarchy. They are one. They are equal partners. Oh, hello. Did you hear what I said? And the Holy Spirit is God. And God is the Holy Spirit. Jesus is in the father. And the father is in Jesus. They are one. So don't think that the Holy Spirit is like a messenger. Are you getting the point? Or some of us we think it's just a force. No. We are talking about God right here. You can liken The trinity to the sun. To the sun. So you know that the sun. So you see the sun. You see the sun when it comes up. So you see it there. But the sun gives light. Is that right? You see the light. But you don't feel the light. But the light from the sun gives heat. But you feel the heat. So you see, the father is the sun you see. And Jesus is like the light. And the Holy Spirit is the heat you feel. But you can't differentiate them. That is the sun. So the father is the initiator. The son is the performer. And the Holy Spirit is the performance. So you can never see anything good as a believer if you don't have an intimate relationship with the performance. You can't perform. the reason why there are many believers but there's no performance is because we don't have that intimate relationship with the one that performs oh are you here with me so the world cannot feel the heat they can't feel the fire are you here with me? Yeah. Jesus went about doing good. Good. So now. And you know that God anointed Jesus. Hello. Of Nazareth. Hello. Are you here? With what? With the Holy Spirit. And with what? Oof. Say Performance. Then Jesus went around what? Doing good. And healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For? For? Because they are one. He is anointed with the performance. So you see, he went about performing. What was he performing? He was performing the nature of the father. He is good. All good gifts comes from the father above. That's his nature. That's why the Holy Spirit does good. He <laughs> He performs good things. Oh, praise God. So you see the trinity there. Is that right? You see the trinity there? All the three are represented there. You see God, the Father. You see the Holy Spirit. You see Jesus. And you see the nature, the performance. Good. Your life is good. I said your life is good. Who said you are cursed? They don't know you. And if you accept it, it's because you don't know your identity. You don't know who you are. Next. And he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised. Oh, say performance. From the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. So it is the Holy Spirit that gave birth to Jesus is the same Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead. I don't know what is dead around you. It cannot stay around you. I don't know what is dying with you. It cannot die with you. Everything around you must live. I see it coming back to life. Next. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin. Watch this. That leads to death. The power of the original sin. The sin of unbelief. That leads to eternal death. That leads to eternal death. That leads to eternal condemnation. You have been freed. That is why you have eternal life. And he is telling you how you have eternal life. Because the life-giving spirit is now in you. Oh, praise God. I told you that when man fell, when Lucifer fell, they didn't lose the wealth and all of those things. Those things, they still had them. That's why the world has wealth in abundance. So, that is not the glory of man. Wealth is not the glory of man. The God life, eternal life, that is the glory of man. That is why the moment Adam lost it, he felt naked. Because that's the covering of man. So a man can have everything. But if they don't have eternal life, they don't have glory. They don't have beauty. But you and I, you and I, You and I, by this grace, the life-giving spirit has gotten you born again. The life-giving spirit. That's why he's called the life-giving spirit. That's why when you die, you are asleep. Because for you, death is not a state. Yes, it is a transformation you pass on to greater glory it is actually rather that your perfect glory will be revealed say you got a new car I said my level has changed if the unbeliever can make a car for you to sit in to change your level then he doesn't need your Jesus if car changes your level then you don't know levels You see our understanding? That's why money has become our God. Instead of money being our slave. If the perfume you wear is that which makes you think your level has changed. And the guy who made the perfume is a gay and a guy can change your level, then he doesn't need your Jesus. Am I saying don't wear the perfume? No. But don't think that is what changed your level. I mean... So you do a whole conference and say level don't change. What happened? Because you got a new car. Because you got a new house. Because you got money. And so your level has changed. You are not spiritual. You are carnal. We are wasting resource. We don't understand the faith we are in. We don't. And because you and I belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin. You are free. Don't let anybody bind you. Don't let anybody hold you back. Don't let anybody make you feel little. By their standards the standard has been set <laughs> and you are up there you sit together with him in heavenly places because the life giving spirit lives right inside of you look at the next Romans 8 26 27 and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness oh If you don't have relationship, fellowship with this guy who performs. Then definitely you are going to have serious problems. He's the one that helps us in what? Our what? Our what? So who is the one that makes us perform good? The Holy Spirit. Why do you? They, you have heard preachings and preachings and preachings. That makes you fear the Holy Spirit. Some time ago when we were going to church, we were afraid. Why? Because the pastor or the prophet is waiting. And he will tell you things that are very negative. That can embarrass you. And make you feel terrible the whole of your life. And so you're afraid. Somebody said, But you, Pastor, why don't you preach sin? I said, Ah, I should preach sin. Sin. It's like you're telling me I should preach Satan instead of Christ. I should preach what has been conquered. Instead of the conqueror. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. He helps our weakness. For example, we don't even know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us. With groanings that cannot be expressed in words. So you think that you are the one praying. When you are praying in tongues, you are not the one praying. The Holy Spirit is praying for you. And he is actually speaking with groanings that words cannot express. Look at the next. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's will. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit. sweet Holy Spirit no wonder he's called the Paracletos our our helper our helper our helper our helper so when you're praying and your thoughts are far away from God's will By the Spirit, He navigates and brings your thoughts into harmony with what God is thinking about you. Oh, let me go on. First Corinthians, fourteen one. Let love be your highest goal. But you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives. So if there is something you must desire. Let it be the special abilities of the Holy Spirit. Oh praise God. Listen to me. I have not lived life for long. I have not. But a short life I have lived, I have come to know that what you desire, you become a slave to. Hello? What you desire, you become a slave to. What you desire becomes your master. You see why Bible tells you to delight in the Lord. When you delight in him everything else becomes your slave. Yes. See why your heart is broken? It's because that's where your delight is. That's what you delight in. Yes. You see? Sometimes you, you are going into marriage and your delight is so in the marriage that your delight even leaves the Lord. And your whole delight, hey, marriage. most of. The- The moment the wedding is over, two months, then you begin searching again for the Lord. Some of you, promotion. Promotion. You are seeking promotion. Somebody told me they are seeking for some loan. Loan. To build a house. And the loan is not coming. So God has failed them. (laughs) Oh. So you see. That's your desire. It has captured your heart. But when the Lord captures your heart. You desire better things. You desire eternal things. And as a matter of fact, when these things come, they are there. But that is not where your heart is. And therefore, it cannot kill you. See why he's killing you? He's killing you. Because that's where your heart is. But when your heart is with Him, you would desire special abilities the Spirit gives. Listen to me. What are the special abilities? Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, gift of faith. You see, these things will make you make the best choices. Are you here? They will make you make the very best choices. So that you are not in error to become slaves to these things. So he says, instead of desiring materialism, desire the gifts of the spirit. And when you desire the gifts of the spirit, you have the spirit of discernment. To even know who you have to do that investment with. You will see a person and everybody will say, oh, he's a good person. You can do business with him, but your spirit checks you. And you say, no, I won't do it. And they see everybody as that person. Anybody says he's evil, he's wrong, he's not the best person. Your spirit just checks you. And you go for it. Oh, praise God. Tell the next person, change your desire. I am all I'm teaching. I'm telling you what the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit is working in Scripture. Are you getting the point? So you know you have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. So your performance will be there. Oh, praise God. You'll be in the God class performance. Let's go to the next. And because we are His children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts. Prompt to call out Abba Father we are not alone in case of an emergency there's a prompting of the spirit and the father hears because we are his children oh praise God oh sweet Holy Spirit Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit. Galatians 4.6 And because we are his children, God has sent his spirit. Go to the next. Ephesians 2.18 Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit. Because of what Christ has done for us. Praise God. So because Christ is in you by his spirit you have access to the Father. Without any inhibition. It doesn't matter which geographical location you are in. There is no boundary. It is boundless. It is not like the network. I don't want to call names. At certain locations they don't function. <laughs> These networks can cause problems in people's marriages. Why did you put off your phone? I didn't put off my phone. But what I have called you over 20 times. Why did you be, where did you go where did you go where did you go where did you go network <laughs> But thank God That by the Holy Spirit there is no boundary wherever we are he is there too and wherever he is we can connect Oh In the midnight hour, when there's nobody around, when pastor may be sleeping, you can call. Oh, praise God. Don't have a panic situation when you have the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, he knows more than your pastor. Pastor. Your pastor is rather teaching you how to connect with him more. Because he is everywhere. Your pastor is not everywhere. Praise God. Next. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us Carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. This is deep. Listen. Listen. The only one that can make the truth stay and stick with you is the Holy Spirit. When you leave him out, you easily become a prey for deception. For philosophies of men and traditions of men. Now These days, there are a lot of news going on. Mary Magdalene was Jesus' girlfriend. Oh, this Jesus, he didn't die. Oh, it was some British people that wrote the Bible. Because of King James Version, Jesus has become British. So they say, you are serving a white man, it's God. Jesus was not a white man. I'm sorry. Yes. Jesus was a Jew. Jesus was a descendant of the tribe of David, of Judah. I mean, I'm talking about David. So, so, so what are you talking about? But listen, when the Holy Spirit is in you, and you have an intimate fellowship with him, he guards your heart against every deception. Oh, praise God. Yes. Are you understanding me? Yes. You see, the, the, the word carefully said, the precious truth. Because, listen. All you have is this, the truth. And the moment they are able to make the truth a lie, they are done with you. Did you hear what I said? Yes. Many of you wonder. You see, when you're talking about the devil has power, the devil has power, check what the devil did with Adam and Eve. And then you will know really whether the devil has power. Did he come to juju them? Did he come to tuck them? He just made the truth of God a lie. In the garden, he was a serpent. In Revelations, he's called a dragon. Why? Because we make his lie truth, And we make him bigger. From serpent to dragon. Because we magnify the devil. He has only wiles. He doesn't have power. Let me help you. The devil was called Lucifer. The devil was an angel. Angels are not omniscient. Angels are not omnipresent. They can not be everywhere. Are you here with me? They're not. They're not. So who lied to you? you live in fear when you have the Holy Spirit who is omnipresent who is omniscient who is omniwise who is omnipotent stay connected with the Holy Spirit so you will guard the precious truth that has been entrusted Say amen. Give me the next. Let's all read this. Go. He saved us. Not because of the righteous things we have done. But because of his mercy. He washed away our sins. Giving us a new birth. A new life. So who gave birth to you? Oh, who gave birth to you? So do you see now that you are not just flesh and blood? If, if spirit gave birth to you, then who are you? You only have a container of flesh. But your real personality is spirit. Did you hear what I said? That's what the unbeliever doesn't have. The unbeliever has a soul. The inventions of life has nothing to do with a man's spirit. The inventions of life has to do with the intellect of a man. The will of a man. And the emotions of a man. Which is in the soul of a man. But there is something that is beyond that. So when you see inventions. They came from the soul of a man. But the unbeliever spirit is dead. That is the God connected life. That is able to discern God. And to know God. And to know how God works. It comes by Christ and by his spirit. Oh Oh, Jesus. Am I really teaching? So you see, when you see inventions of men, don't think that's the ultimate. And then you begin to insult Christians. No. When Apostle Paul spoke about things that have not been heard, things that eyes have not, nor ears, he is not talking about men's inventions. He is talking about deep revelations of God. Listen to me, listen, 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 listen to me. Don't ever compare things that ends here with things that go into eternity. Any invention that is material like Titanic has no lifespan. It will end here. But there are deeper truths in God that are eternal truths. That is what your spirit is able to connect with God because you have the life-giving spirit. May you know who you are. May you know who you are not the ultimate. That's not the ultimate. Give me the next. I like this one. I like this one. What did he do? He did what? He did what? He did what? Is he a good God? is he a good father so when he is giving how does he give in the old testament he gave with a the measure they received portions of the spirit but for you and i oh because of christ jesus the performer oh the performance is measureless it's measureless it's measureless he oh he generously That's why you don't add and say, I want double anointing. No, you have the full measure already. Like I was teaching you this morning, listen. <laughs> when the apostles begin to speak, the Bible said, and they were filled with the. So, does that mean that the one that was poured, they pour another one? for them to be filled. Because most of you think that when you pray or you fast, the Lord pours new spirit from heaven into your spirit. And then you get what? Filled. And then more. And then when you use it, like Akpateshi. So it goes down. And then (laughs) Top up. (laughs) Who told you that? Who told you that? No. You are filled. But listen to me. The consciousness of your flesh comes in the way of your feeling. So when you get into prayer... And you get your consciousness of the spirit back, you are filled again. Simple. That's all. That's all. So it's the whole problem is the problem of consciousness. We become very conscious of the flesh. That's why you need to, I will teach on that, exercising your spirit. You see, the the most problem we have is that we are not able to exercise our spirit. Yeah. We are not able to exercise. You see, when you speak in tongues, and you continuously speak in tongues, you are exercising your spirit. You see, there are types of prayers you don't know. You see, most times when Christians are coming to pray, it's because they are coming to ask something. So you see, every time they come to pray, they have a request. A laundry list of problems. Because this whole thing is not a relationship. They don't have a relationship. They don't have a fellowship. When you pray in tongues, there are times you come and you just speak in tongues and you are conversing with him. That is how you exercise your so every time your spirit is alive to connect from the deposits of the Holy Spirit. So you see anytime you have the free chance speak in tongues. You are exercising your spirit. You are energizing your spirit. Let me tell you something. There are so many things he is depositing, but you cannot be sensitive. Because your spirit is not energized. So you see, there are things you blame him for nothing. You have not exercised your spirit. You are going somewhere. It will bring disaster. But you are so conscious in your flesh. Your spirit is not exercised and energized. So he is trying to communicate but you cannot hear. That is why he told the woman at the well that they that worship him must worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. Because it's your spirit that connects with the Holy Spirit and then makes transmission to your body. I hope, listen, you don't hear these things and don't hear them again. So what you need to do is that after church go and get them and listen over and yes. So you become one with the word and you become dangerous. Praise God. Amen.